Sunday night, 7 o'clock. Time for another edition of the Sports Phone here on KZYX. Jerry, that's me. I'm hanging out in Portland. Jim is in the studio in Philo. Jim, happy Sunday to you. Happy October as we turn the calendar and we're into the first October edition of the Sports Phone here in 2022. October, that's your birthday month too. Yeah, yeah, birthday <laughs> month, Halloween, it's kicking up. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be holiday season before we know it. It's going to be it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Series, I'm a, I'm a, NBA, World Series is coming NBA, up. NBA is going to start. Yeah, this is kind of peak <laughs> sports year time for sure. Uh this is definitely kind of the peak of the of the sports world. You get into October and November when everything's kind of all going at once. Um before we dive in too far to that though, a couple things uh wanted to go over and talk through real quick. Um just to like ev- let everybody know uh that the quiet drive for KZYX is happening right now. Um, just so people are aware that that is going on, uh, the on-air drive will begin on ten fifteen. But starting from, what was it Monday, Jim? If I remember, was it, it was the beginning of this week? It's right? tomorrow. Yep. On-air well, no, drive, not tomorrow. We, oh, it I'm sorry. On-air the drive, beginning of beginnings ten fifteen. I think it's a I think it's a Saturday. Well, I'm not talking about the beginning of the on-air drive. I'm talking because we talked about the quiet drive last week, right? It started at the beginning of the. Right? It's going for two weeks, so it went last week, and it's going all this week. Okay, got it. Yeah. So anyway, quiet drives going on um, right now. As of the thirtieth, which was Friday, we do not have any updated numbers at this time. The quiet drive total was at thirteen hundred and sixty dollars. As always, um, people that are familiar with the, the the pledge drives and the quiet drives, you can uh, donate in a multitude of ways to help keep the station running, help us stay connected to you, the listeners. You can go online at kzyx.org. You can mail a check to Box 1 in Philo, 95466 in the state of California. Or you can get on the phones during business hours at 707-895-2324. Um, and again, for everyone that kind of follows the station, knows that you know these are the things that help us as a station stay connected with you, the listeners out there. Uh, so please, if you are uh, able to, please consider making a donation to the station and keeping things uh, up and running. Yeah, I don't, I don't know when this term quiet drive came into... It, it sort of snuck up on us. We used to only do live, and, and I, I think I think it actually came with Marty, the new... Um, it was a great idea, and I think she may have brought it from another station. She's been in public. The the um, the wonderful station manager here, Marty Durlin. I mean, she came here with so much experience, Chair, and she's the one that is responsible, in my opinion, for putting it all together. And they're building a you know multi million dollar studio for KZYX in in Ukiah. But what I'm getting at is, is that's when I remember the pro- the concept of Quiet Drive happening. Um. Instead of us just begging for two, three weeks for money, we just, well, we're begging, but just a little quieter, a little a little less. And um, it's, it's no secret. I don't like to beat around the bush. We have to raise a certain amount of money to pay the staff and to keep the lights on here. It's that simple. And the Mendocino Connected, that's the theme. There's always a theme. of And uh, the sports phone, we, we keep Mendocino Connected. Heck, we keep... What was it? Is it Moscow, Idaho, Idaho, Jer? We keep connected with a sports phone. Is it all over the place? Not just Idaho. Yeah, one of our callers. I always get excited when because I hear the word Moscow and I think he's calling from uh, Russia. (laughs) But but I I like I like callers calling from all. We have callers from the East Coast, callers from Mendocino, Humboldt, whatever. We're trying to keep it connected. We're trying to keep good radio on the air. 
Um, in about a week and a day, we're going to be on a live loud drive, begging you every 15 minutes for money. So if you want to, if you want to donate early, if you want to keep that to a minimum, please send your money in. It's public radio. It's funded by grants and donations. That's all I got here. Yeah, I think we. I think that's. Uh, I think that's all we need. It's. Uh, we we put it out there again. One more time. Uh, I guess we can give the uh, the options one more time, just so people are aware. You can go to kzyx.org, donate online. You can write out a check and send it to Box One in Philo, California, zip code nine five four six six. Or on the phone, you can make a donation during business hours seven zero seven eight nine five two three two four. All right, let's get into the sports phone. So if you are new to the show and are a little confused what we have uh, brought ourselves to so far this week, uh, sports phone, this is an open forum sports talk show. Jim and I spend one hour a week uh, as sports fans opening up our sport conversations to the listening audience of KZYX. Uh, wherever you are, and most importantly, not just we open up the conversation uh, to have you listen to Jim and I talk about sports. We want you to give us a call and talk about anything you have going on in the world of sports. It can be uh, high-level stuff, professional level, high school, college, anything in between. We don't care as long as it is sports-related. We want to talk about it. Give us a call, 707-895-2448. There are no off-limit topics as long as they are sports-connected in some way, shape, or form. Jim and I want to hear about it, and we will talk about it. So give us a call at 707-895-2448, yep, and the phones. we are ready to start talking sports. The phones are, uh, we're ready to take They're not call. open just yet. No, not, well, the, the, phones are, the phones are still open, but I first want to get to my favorite new section of the um, feature on the sports phone, and uh, that's the tr- sports phone trivia quiz. Yeah, we're coming up on seven weeks of consistency here. This is going to be our seventh week in a row with a question. I don't know it sounds, I'm, and, I'm and, and also we encourage we encourage uh, backup questions. Other people will call yes. and give give your trivia questions. Yeah, you know what we need to keep a record of, and I don't think we, I, I, I think we could probably go back and think this through. We need a record of like us, the hosts versus the community. How many they have gotten right, and how many we've stumped the listening audience on. You know, is that, I, might that, go, that, I might need to go back and make a record. Does that count the one that I gave out the answer by mistake? Oh yeah, community got that one right. You, you <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's our here's our question for the week. Uh, now, listeners, bear with me here on this. You might need your notepad. You might have uh, to say it twice. Long, this is a long question. I'm going to say it twice. Okay. So, back in 2020, and I have no idea why I thought of this during this week, but I came up with it. So during 2020. Uh, Fallon Sherrock, I may be pronouncing the name wrong, she became the first woman to win a professional Dark Corporation championship match. Uh, I believe it was in England, if, I, if, I stand, if I'm correct on that. So why was that a big deal? Uh, well, exactly what I just said. She was the first woman to win a, a match in a sanctioned, basically World Dark Championships. She was the first woman to ever win a match. Um, that got Jim and I thinking... Uh, about other sports beyond darts where there is mixed competition. So I, Jim and I put together a list. We will say up front that this is not a complete list. We don't think it's a complete list by any means. Um, but we're looking for at least three other sports that either professionally or at their highest level uh, where men compete directly against women. Uh, now, one thing I want to say is a clarifier to that and then i'll re-ask the question and then i'll let jim talk um 
mixed sporting events, like mixed doubles tennis, we are not counting. No, it's um, when, it's where we, men and women compete um, directly against each other. Yes. So, so the the best example I can come up with for for stuff we're not going to count are things like mixed doubles tennis or co-ed that is not softball. Something we're counting on this list. Co-ed, co-ed softball, softball doesn't count. exactly. No. Yeah, that's another good example of this. Um, so again, the question, uh, kind of whittling it down to the, the core of it, uh, outside of darts, Jim and I are looking for at least three sports that professionally or at their highest level of competition, uh, there is mixed competition between men and women. Um, and again, we do not have a complete. I don't. I will not say this list is complete, but I have a fair. I have a fairly large list. I would say here um, of things that we were able to come up with. So if you think you know the answer to that question, you want to give it a shot. Um, you can give us a call at 707-895-2448. You know what's going to happen is we're. It's going to lead right into. That's not a sport answer. <laughs> You I, you could make that based on the list that I have. I think there's some arguments that could be made there. Um, but I think this is a pretty comprehensive comprehensive list, uh, and so I'm looking forward to what what people come up with. So if you've got an answer to that question, or you can give us a call about anything else you want to talk about, seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. Phone lines are open. All right, this day, God, it's amazing. I have to look at the computer every time. This day, October second. In 1904, this is called this uh, portion of the show is called "This Day in Sports." On October 2nd, 1904, Doc White, his name, Doc White, and so Jerry, I want to know what the record is now. He set the record for pitching 45 consecutive scoreless innings. This is one of those things where sometimes I, I wonder if it's ever been broken. And uh, has there been anyone that's pitched more than 45 consecutive um, innings in in the Major League Baseball? Yes, the current record is 59 by Oral Hershiser. Huh. Yeah. Huh, you got a list there? Give me some other names. Uh, uh, hold on. I can pull it up here. Uh, it's going to take a second. Got to click in. Uh, Oral Hershiser's number one, 59. Uh, 58 is second. Uh, hmm. Bob Gibson at 47. Uh, so the Just... current record of 45. It's hanging in there. 45 is uh, number... Huh. Six and or- Oral Hershiser was how long ago? What's the most? Current? Uh, Hershiser was in 1999, I believe. So there's been no one in 2000. That's that's. Excuse me, 1988. 1988. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. All right. Um, 1921, October 2nd, 1921, Babe Ruth hit his 59th home run, which I believe was a record at that point, and I just want to say that because uh, Aaron Judge has. Past Babe Ruth in American League homers, and he has now tied Roger Maris, and uh, he is stuck. What would you say with four games left? He has sixty-one yeah, home games. runs. Four games to hit one more home run and break the record. Is yeah, it? Babe Ruth in 1921-59, and then he broke his own record and got right. to sixty, and then Roger Maris passed him for sixty-one. It is it to get to get to sixty-one and only tie the record? Is that like boring? Are we call them that like tie, like a tie in sports. <laughs> like there's like there's no winner. <laughs> it's still it's weird because it's still like an amazing accomplishment, but I can also definitely see it's like, well, that was a little anticlimactic that he just ties. Yeah, but he, it's still a pretty impressive. He's he still is in the record books now, right next to Roger Maris if he does not hit another. Yeah, and ahead of Babe Ruth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Also, so here's what I also thought of. Okay, I'm 68 years old. You're 30. Yeah, approximately. 
I grew up, you know, Babe Ruth, Babe Ruth, Babe Ruth, then oh Mickey Mantle and Roger Maris. Oh, they're 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 trying to beat Babe Ruth's record. You know, I I grew up mm -hmm. with that. Okay, so what I want to know is when you're 68, 38 years from now, will you think of Aaron Judge the way I think of Babe Ruth? Is that even is that even make sense? Yeah, I think so. Sure, as a, as an icon of the sport. Yeah, sure. So 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 he's. Because you never heard, you never, you know, you never saw Mickey Mantle. I guess the Derek Jeters and the Aaron Judges, those are going to be the, the, the players that that you remember as active players that that retired and that were legends in the sport. Those, those are the, Michael Jordan, I guess, another name. All right, 1947, Yogi Berra. He pinched hit for the first time anyone ever hit a home run in World Series history. I like that one. It's a lot of baseball here. 1947, Yoga Berra was the first pinch hit home run in World Series history on October 2nd. Boy, now with all the playoffs, Jerry, we don't, we don't get to the World Series by October yeah, 2nd. Yeah, I was going to say, all these ones that are talking about the World Series, like this is before there were playoffs in baseball. This right. is when it was just right. the best team in the AL played the best team in the NL. There weren't even divisions. There weren't even yeah, divisions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. We got a quiz question on the table. I hope um, maybe everyone's scrambling to their computers trying to figure out the answer to that one. Nineteen seventy four on October second, Hank Aaron. I like this one. Hit his seven hundred and thirty third home run. And did you know it was his last at bat? <laughs> his home run and his last at bat. So the wording of this is a little bit weird in that it says his final home run as a member of the Atlanta Braves. I did see that. Did he Did he go on and play more? I don't know the answer to that. I'd, I'd have to look it up. But did he play more baseball after that with the way that that was worded? For another team? Yeah. I'm asking you. I, I don't know. Okay, that that's fair. Um, that's yes, fair. he went on and played with the Brewers in 1975 and 1976. Huh. Yeah. But his last home, he never hit any home runs those last two years? Uh, that's a, no, he did. Huh. He did. All right. 707-895-2448. Give a call. Uh, if you got anything to add, any any reports. How about high school coaches? I did check in with uh, Fort Bragg football. They had just recently lost to Kelseyville. Um, I would like to hear from. I hear that Fort Bragg girls volleyball is making a run, and yeah. and and, and I, I'll find out about that on Wednesday when I finally get back to work in Fort Bragg. Yeah, and and something that I mentioned last week, and I think it's fair to mention it again. Oh yeah, um, yeah. G Jim and I have kind of pivoted the our the way we are going to cover uh, local high school sports. Um, a huge part of that is we don't have our man in the field, Paul McCarthy, anymore, like we did for so many years on this show. Um, so Jim and I are taking a little bit different approach, so we're not covering it as frequently as we have in the past, um, but we are going to still cover it, but we're going to kind of tweak the way we do it and focus a little bit more as we get closer to the end of the seasons, uh, when playoffs start rolling around and the brackets start coming out, then we're going to be able to kind of dive into that a little bit more, um, and kind of bring the coverage of those events in, in more detail. So we haven't abandoned it, even though we don't talk about it as much as we have in the past. We're just kind of pivoting our timing and when we're going to be focusing on, on local sports. Hello, caller. You're on the sports phone. First call of the day. 
Hey, guys. How's it going? Happy Sunday. Hey, thank um, you. Glad you're back. Thank you. Uh, so I, I wanted to talk about the um, the soccer game where there was the stampede and oh. there was 128 fans who were killed. Um I'm just going to be the American devil's advocate and say, like, there has never been any American football fans who have been killed or, like, uh, very many football players. So I'd like to maybe see if people have comments on, like, you know, um, the hooliganism being in the stands, being dangerous for the fans, how American football is also dangerous for the players. Or any, right? I mean, we, we've had more stampedes at, like, I don't know, rock and roll or country rock music. Rock concerts. More, right. more so than, than, than any basketball or football. The reason I think comparing it to American football is the fairest is because um, there's more people. We, you know, we don't. We only have 15, fourteen, fifteen thousand in indoor basketball. But in there's hundred thousand people watching these soccer games, watching these. Right. You know. Just, just to clarify one. Just to clarify one thing, we're not comparing the violence of football to what happened in the crowd, right? We're comparing the the atmosphere of an NFL crowd to the atmosphere of the, of this soccer. That's what I'm right, hearing. Right, right, right. Yeah, because you know, like football is labeled like an extremely violent sport, right? right. It's like modern gladiators going at it, whatever. But like, it seems as though it's a pretty jovial crowd, you know, in the <laughs> stands. There's nothing really ever goes down like i'm from chicago originally and like when the packers come into town you know like the packers the fans will be on the other side of the stadium or sprinkled throughout but there's you know like friendly jeering right but there's never been like riots and then tear gas and then you know like stampedes and then mass mass casualties i think yeah, that's fair I, I think that, let's like, hear let's wait, hear some details here oh, i'm sorry chair um he brought it up and he didn't bring up some details what happened and where was it so this was um, in, in caller if you know if you know the details go ahead go for it because i i only know this kind of like secondarily to what i've seen if you know all the details by all means take the reins here no no no, no. go go i just know it was in indonesia and yeah, it was the, indonesia. Home, the home team lost and they flipped out and then um fifa does not condone like um tear gas or anything at their games or whatever but for some reason the police wanted to use tear gas that's all i know yeah so it seems like there's kind of two stages to how this happened so uh the host team in indonesia i'm not going to even try to pronounce the names because they're long and there's a lot of vowels uh but bottom line um the the host team lost the match which led to the crowd reacting and throwing bottles and other objects and stuff at the players, which then led to them flooding the field, which then sparked the police reaction with the tear gas, which kind of led to the violence and the trampling, which apparently was the majority of the deaths were caused by trampling. Right, people trying to get out. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, like, there's the Jets fans are not, like, throwing their bottles at the Jets players when they right. lose or lose for, like, 25 years or whatever, you know. And same thing with, like, Cubs fan. I was a Cub, uh, you know, life. I am a lifelong Cubs fan. And, like, we had a drought for 100 years, you know, like four generations. So, yeah. like, we, you know, went to look at it as, like, oh, you're going to go to the friendly confines and have a good day. The Cubs may lose. But you can, you know, like finish the paper and, you know, eat a hot dog with the family during uh, right, during the afternoon right. or whatnot. I, so I, to I, be to be fair, Jim, I, one other thing. Sorry, I, yeah. I want to 
one other thing I want to say real quick. So there have been, I think, plenty of instances to to be fair mm-hmm. to the to the world here of like every year, and there was a bad one I think earlier this year when a Giants fan put a Dodgers fan in in the hospital, uh, and. There are these kind of like isolated one-off things. Where like I've seen at Raider games when they were in Oakland, I've seen Raider fans get escorted out for getting rowdy and getting too violent. But they don't scale to this level normally. It's usually like these kind of isolated right. one-person type things. So not to say that you know American crowds don't have this level of violence. And there's been issues, especially post-COVID, right. with interactions between players and fans being a little weird. But they're a lot smaller in terms of their at their like containment. I I can't think of something at this scale. The closest thing I can think right. of would be the malice, the brawl between the Pistons and the Pacers, and even that no right. one died. Yeah, yeah, right, right. And but I mean, I'm just I'm just saying like you you think of soccer, right? The or, or international football, and you you kind of automatically think all right hooligans too like where there's a soccer game there's going to be the hooligans whether it's you know for the home team or the away team there's going to be like an element that's just going there to be rowdy and like you know wear their colors and want to want to start some stuff so i i just kind of thought that was a weird juxtaposition you know like super violent sport right but no yeah yeah i I think it's a different issue this this was you know, there's a lot. This was a spur of the moment thing. You got fans throwing stuff at players. You got the other side throwing stuff at the other fans, and all of a sudden, you got the police involved, and everyone's trying to get out of there. And people got stamp uh, stampeded. I mean, they they didn't kill each other with bottles. They got stepped on. So, I, I my only experience with this, I, I've been involved, and I, I've talked about them on the air with some violence and games that I've played in in the high school and professional level, and college. But I was in Europe when when I when I was working in Europe playing basketball. We traveled to Ireland, and in Southwest Ireland, County Cork and County Kerry are the two big, well, counties. And over there, counties are huge for soccer. And we just happened to be there with County Cork was playing County Kerry, and we just you know just one of these things. These two American just walked into the game. And it was crazy. The hooliganism, the, all that stuff that you're talking about, caller, was there. And and I, I was a little scared. And it had nothing to do with violence against players. It was fans against fans. That, that's what right, I... Right, right. Yeah. All right. I, uh, I, I had a guess for... Um, oh, yeah, the sport where men and women compete directly against each other. Um, this might go on the list of, like, that's not a sport, but, like, beer pong, right? You're throwing little tiny ping pong balls in the cup, uh, yeah, and then, yeah, you know. I don't know. We're talking. I mean, it's a game. Hang on, hang on. It doesn't have to be drinking, but that's all I can think of, really. at like, the highest level, so I'm thinking, like, okay. collegiate or semi-pro. Is there like, some, is, is there beer pong? At, so, so this is where I was, this is where I was going with this, where... <laughs> There is a World Series of Beer Pong. I okay. just looked this up. Right. This was not on my list. So there is, comp- yes, if if women and men could, yes, and I'm looking at a video right now of a woman playing against a man. So I will count this as on that list. Well, uh, nice. you got to come up with three, though, for me to ring the bell. We, we have a bell. you got to come up with three. Any other ideas now that you got Beer Pong? No, I'm going to put my nose to the grindstone, and uh, I'll call back. I'll open up the lines for somebody else. Thank I love you. It. I love it. Thank you I so much it. for the guys. call. 
Yeah. That so again, to a- kind of go off with the caller, caller's answer there, this list that Jim and I have is not complete. I think there's also an argument to be made that some of the ones on this list would fall into that category of is this actually a sport? But I put them on the list because I think that there's an argument to be made that they are a sport. Well, um, and I, I think they're as much a sport as some of the ones that are on your list. Exactly. Beer yeah. pong, no, yeah. I wasn't specifically talking about beer pong there. I was just saying that like I could make the case that everything on this list is a sport. I could make so so yeah, I'm gonna add beer pong to that list. So it, for call for listeners that are just turned tuning in, um I'll even kind of open up the question a little bit more. Jim and I are looking for at least three sports uh, that men and women compete directly against each other in. Uh, we are not counting mixed events like mixed like mixed doubles tennis. Um, we're looking for at least three sports that at their professional or highest level, uh, there is direct competition between men and women. I didn't know there was levels of beer pong. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Hey, good evening, guys. How you doing? Bill from Philo. Good. Doing well. well. All right. Hey, I don't want to change the subject too much, but, you know, I don't read the sports pages every day. Um, but since we're wrapping up the baseball season, I was wondering if either of you could give me a sense of how people felt about the DH this year in the National League. How did that go? I mean, Ooh. was there a bunch of complaining, or did it just, you know, take off and go smoothly, or were there some issues, or, you know... Anything you could tell me, I'd appreciate. That's it. Thanks. But, but, but hey, Jerry, I'm going to yeah, let you. So, I, I'm going to let you go with that first. But I also, I, I'm getting a lot of texts coming in here. You cannot win the sports trivia quiz with text. You got to call them in and g- give a shot. I got, I got one, one caller. I'm not giving a name. That's that's, that's listed too, and um, I want to call. Go ahead, Jerry. So, I think. I, I have a I have a message out to, to my baseball expert, my one of my sources, uh, to try to get get a better answer to this question. Um, so for, for for kind of recapping the question, the caller asked kind of uh, what our reaction or kind of how we thought uh, the league or like kind of the general public has reacted to the National League having a designated hitter this year. Um, my short answer, not being a huge baseball fan, is the fact that I never heard about it being a major controversy. Uh, at any level, seems like it's. I would imagine it was taken pretty well. I think everyone. I, I've never not. I've always been a fan of the designated hitter. Um, so I think the fact that I haven't heard any like major news covering it, I would say it's gone over pretty well. But I do have and a I'll, message out to a uh, to an expert. We get another call, which I'm going to take in a second. Caller, hang on there. Um, my answer to that, Jer, is sort of the same, and that is. It, but it wasn't a new thing. We've already done it in one league, so it wasn't like they had a lot to, to figure out. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Hey, uh, for women and men competing, I think Danica Patrick is a race car driver, so that would be one. There's one. Horse racing or uh, equestrian, I think that, that I, I remember the Olympics that men and women were competing against each other. Does that count, Jerry? That's two. And then uh, sailing. Men and women Ooh. compete on boats. I believe in the World Cup races, they competed on boats, men and women. So that's yeah. one where I, I didn't have it on my list, uh, but I don't have anything to dispute it. So, yeah, Jim, if you're okay chess, with that. I know that women, women play competitively at the chess, whether you want to call that a sport or not. Although sure. they do burn lots of calories. So, 
Sure. <laughs> you know what, Jim? We have we have two for sure's, a maybe, and then chess. I think is also a for sure. I think we're giving it to him. All right. And I had a I had another topic. I was reading the, uh, the New York Times. Uh, the New York Times. So you guys, I don't know whether you brought it up. Eliud Kipchoge, who got the uh, new world record for marathon. He did the marathon in two hours, one minute, nine seconds. I read an article that he had a personal guy who was uh, handing him nutrition. So those bottles that they get, those aren't just water. Those are, you know, specifically tailored to the runner. And so this guy, his name is, uh, he's from Germany. It was a German, the Berlin uh, Marathon, Klaus Schulke. So he would hand Eliud his water or his, his uh, nutrition drink. And they had, you know, they worked on how to handle it. So he holds it from the very bottom of the, you know, he directly from the bottom, leaving as much space for the guy to grab it as he's running. He hands it off, then he jumps on a bike, races ahead to the next station. So he handed him 13 different uh, bottles of fluid and no flaws. A lot of times those people drop the bottles, and they, you know, that's the only nutrition they're going to get. So it's worth it for them to go back 10 seconds or 15 seconds and pick that bottle up. So by, by not dropping any... And this Klaus guy, by being there every time and making sure that the water or the the uh, nutrition got to the guy, I would say that that marathon was a team sport. Boy, it's funny you should say that because I had no idea. I don't know if you were listening. Um, remember we were talking about bike racing, Jerry, and and I had no idea the level of a team sport bike racing. There's like eight on a team. I thought they were all trying to win, but, but basically the, all eight of them are trying to make one guy win. And Yeah, yeah, the world, the, uh, the, uh, the, the uh, yeah, the French uh, bike race, right. but also the support people. So a lot of times those guys will get flat tires, and they've got a, a – uh, a truck or a van right there with any parts that they need. If they break a chain, their crew's going to be there to help them fix that bike. You know, it's just like uh, Formula One racing where they change the tires and fill them up with fuel in between. It's, I would contend I that, that, that I, like I hadn't even thought about this because marathoning, a lot of times you just see them grabbing off of tables and from other volunteers. But this guy had one specific person whose only job was to make sure he got nutrition as he ran. So. And, anyway, and I'm watching a, I'm watching I'm watching a video of this right now. It almost looks like the majority of runners have a dedicated person to that's doing this for them because there's a there's these kind of like tables so to speak and there's a bunch of people with the same colored t-shirt on there and and on the t-shirt mm. they have a number and I'm assuming that that like matches the runner's number or something like that. But it's it's really interesting. They 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 hand it off kind of timing it like you know, so like a relay almost, and then they are immediately on their bike, and they get ahead of them, and they get to the next the next spot. It's it's really really interesting. It's um, it's the it's as uh, that caller said, um, it's a pit crew. It is like a pit crew, and I'll tell you, by far my favorite part of of professional car racing is watching the pit crews work. I, it. This guy, sorry, Jim, this guy's really into it. <laughs> this guy hand in the water, like he's like he's baiting. They're not baiting, but he's like encouraging the guy, like, "Come on, you can do it." You can. Then he hands it to him, big smile on his face, and he's on and he's going. Like th- this guy's got some energy. You know, we we handing off these water. We have some regular listeners, Vince for one, for that matter, that that are really into running. You know, yeah. they they've grown up 
running track, running cross country. I mean, Vince coached cross country and track and all that kind of stuff. I have a question. Maybe you can answer it, Chair, um, just with your your basic knowledge of, of, of sports. But there's a record for the fastest marathon ever because yes but i mean is that even fair like these are 26.2 miles of racing or something like that and my my question is how can they compare like the london marathon to the new york marathon to the boston marathon to one that's in denver you know up up high in the air so it's is there one that always has the fastest runners hello caller so Got a call first. Hey, hey guys, how are we doing tonight? Oh, hey, Vince. Just in time. Did you hear that question, Vince? I, I did, and it, it, it's a good question because the one marathon I ran, and I, I don't know if this is a qualifier or not. I think the world records are in are races that are qualifier races for other marathons. Like Denver's not a qualifier. I ran one in Sacramento, and the entire race is slowly downhill. So I don't think that would be a qualifier like a Boston Marathon or a New York Marathon. So you have to run one of those events for it to be uh, considered a record. Because the real record is an hour and 59 minutes, but it was in a, on a non-regulated course or a non-registered course or something like that. So it doesn't actually count. I don't see how you could even think of I, comparing... I, I have the answer. Oh, go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> so, Thanks, so uh, as I assumed... There was a, there's a committee that makes these decisions, the IAAF, uh, which stands for the International Association of Athletic Feder- Federations. One of the most basic, like generic things I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> okay, so uh, the, the, I don't have the full rule set here, um, but I found an article that uh, talked about why the Boston Marathon is not counted in terms of marathon records. Uh, So here's at least two of the rules. The start and finish points on the course measured along a straight line between them shall not be further apart than 50% of the race distance. (laughs) So there's a geometry problem for you. But the the Boston Marathon does not meet that requirement. So Um, so, so the Boston Marathon wouldn't count? Yes, the Boston Marathon, at least as of last year. So does, they can break does, the Boston Marathon record, but it doesn't count to the, the fastest marathon. There you okay. go. Yes. Yep. Yes. Wow. To elevation. Uh, the overall decrease in elevation between the start and finish point shall not exceed an average of one meter per kilometer. It's yeah. You, so there's a there's a level of elevation decrease over yeah, the course yeah. of the race that that has to be met. So the answer is the race has to qualify in that at that level. Yes, yes. Okay. There's a there's a set of rules that requ- that that the race has to meet to be considered a part of the world record for a marathon. Hmm. All right, Vince. Uh, now, now what'd you call for, Vince? Just, oh, well, I mean, I, I love the, the running topic, you know. I mean, that, 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 the guy who has the, the two-hour, one-minute record actually ran the first half of the race in under an hour, which is an amazing feat uh, for running a marathon, obviously. Um, but I, I'll bring up a topic. My mom asked me to bring this up because she's a Green Bay Packer fan. And former Green Bay Packer quarterback Brett Favre is uh, caught up in a scandal in the state of Mississippi where him and for, the former governor were trying to filter funds out of, I believe, um, I don't know if it was Medicare or welfare. something like that. And build, 
welfare. Thank you. And and they were trying to build a volleyball uh, uh, arena for the University of Southern Mississippi, where Favre went to school. Where were they trying to get the money from? The state, the state of Mississippi's welfare department. Oh, they're trying to basically geez. wander money out of it, right? Am I right, Jerry? On that, like, it's, yeah, uh, that's that's the short version of this. Yeah, <laughs> it'll probably get more deeper as they dig into it more. But uh, interesting topic of a former athlete doing some weird, shady stuff when he probably could have afforded to pay for that himself. That's what I was gonna my, say. my reaction to this story when I when I heard about it a little bit um, was every time I heard an update for it, it seemed like it had gotten worse. For, for Brett Favre, yeah. like every part of every time the investigation found something new, like just at its own level, siphoning money from welfare to say you're giving it to Southern Mississippi to build a volleyball court, that's bad, right? Like, but every yeah. time I heard more about it, it seemed like it was getting worse and worse. I, I remember one of the local uh, ESPN, the ESPN affiliate up here that I listened to. They, those guys talk about a lot of stuff because there's only the trailblazers up here for professional sports. I remember one of them saying, like, why is this story not getting more attention? Yeah, uh, what, why totally is there, like, yeah, it, he made that comparison when the Ime Udoka stuff was in the news. Or he basically said, yeah, Ime Udoka's situation is bad, but why is, is nobody talking about this Brett Favre scandal? Um, yeah, it's bad. It doesn't surprise me. No, I never get surprised when people with lots of money get caught up doing sketchy stuff. Uh, I don't know. I, I hope he gets his comeuppance. I don't think he will. Vince. Most likely not. I, I just thought it was an interesting, like, wow, really? Like, that's what we've come to is, well, see, you know, they, should, they, they can't think of a better way to get the money. <laughs> I think we wow. should segue here. If um, Oh, we're if, done? Well, well, well. On the Brett Favre thing, unless one of you guys has more to say, it's the first I've heard of it. That's how how bad it was for me. But I, I just um, if 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 Vince has more to bring up, um, bring it up now. If not, I want to bring up another topic that that's that's a controversy. Yep, go for it. I want to talk about the fish controversy. Seeing we're talking about controversy, you, you pivot. think Brett Favre Hard pivot here? <laughs> Hard Hard pivot. It's it's still it's still a bunch of cheaters. Oh, I don't think we could put cheating and fishing and Brett Favre stealing money from a welfare fund in the same in the same league years. He on, still guys. cheated to get money. They both cheated to get to win money out of somebody. Oh, I, I, okay, all right. <laughs> so, uh, go ahead, Jerry. Let me, let me just hear the details on that one. I, I mean, I could go into the details, but I mean, what else needs to be said? Winners of a fishing competition got caught putting weights in their fish to make them appear to weigh heavier than huge, they did. This was on huge uh, Lake Erie, one of the great Lake lakes. E the, Leak, the Lake Erie Walleye Trail Championship. He got caught catching the fish, and before they weighed him, stuffing the fish but with wait. weights. Uh, and, and you want to talk, and then, Vince, I, I want to hear some, you, you react to this in some way, but... You want to talk about, earlier we were talking about, like, violence and crowd reactions in that Indonesia thing. You want to see yeah. a couple of people get in each other's face. Watch these fishermen go at each other when this happened. Oh, I, really? I, 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 what are the, you know, it's crazy, Jim. It's one of the last things I looked at today before uh, the Sunday night game came on. And uh, I was like, wait, what? Like, holy cow. This is so you knew about insane. this? Oh, oh, yeah. No, this is such a funny 
silly. Like how you you should be embarrassed and walk <laughs> off with your head you know hanging down. And instead, it turns into a complete. Uh, it, it, it's a. Uh, they confronted. It's, they confronted. It, the, it's a worthy watch. Jay, they confronted the guy. It goes from just to give you a recap, Jim. I have kind of the, the highlights here. An official opens up the championship fish, says, we've got weights in the fish. And that leads to the crowd just losing it. One other competitor declaring that the cops should be called. And it, it just it's just chaos ensues. No, no yeah. stampede deaths or anything. No, but, it's, but just to be clear, it's chaos in the most comedic way possible. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, <laughs> uh, now, at the same time, Sorry, one other thing. I do not downplay, like, this is a big deal, right? I, I would imagine this crosses every line imaginable in competitive fishing. Oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's terrible. No, it's, no doubt. No doubt. It's like, it's like uh, corking your bat in baseball and hitting a home run. Yeah, th- yeah. This could be compared to steroids. But, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's cheating to get an advantage. Now, yeah, short term in the fishing world, but you know, long term. Well, how much? Was, how much was the prize, Jerry? Hey, let, sorry, let Vince talk. Let oh, Vince sorry. Talk. Go ahead. No, no, you're you're, you're good. Go ahead. I, how I much was, was commenting the... on? How, yeah, com- comparing different things. But go ahead. How much was the prize? Uh, oh, sorry. What'd you say? How much was the prize money? Oh, the prize money? <laughs> yeah, there has to be about money here. In 2021, it was 500 thousand in cash prizes. Wow! Wow! Jeez! Wow! So, so just, yeah. uh, there's another cheating scandal, and I haven't really read too deeply into the the chess one. Have you seen anything about this this chess scandal where the young no. prodigy beat? Yeah, like a, some teenager beats like a world renowned chess player, but then they they accuse him of cheating or something. And I haven't really taken the time to dig into it. I wasn't sure. If I think one that of them on refused your- to play the next game or something. I don't know. It became a pretty big deal. Like I just haven't read into what was the. Like, how did he cheat in chess? Like, I'm that, to- yo, that was going to be my immediate question: is how do you cheat in chess? Uh, Bluetooth. Something to look into. Something to look up and look into <laughs> for for next time. I'll, I'll research for next week for sure. Um, yeah, but it was that. There's a lot of cheating going on. Apparently, people are just uh, you know trying to get ahead however they can right now. Jeez. Yes. Yeah. Always great to hear from you, Vince. Always. I'll let someone else get in here. You guys have a great night. And if I hear anything else, I'll jump jump in. Alrighty. I'm reading this article. It doesn't get into how he cheated. I don't understand. Wait a minute. I don't understand how you would cheat in chess. We've gone from Brett Favre to fish to chess. Hey, you you said that they were on the same (laughs) level of cheating. No, no, I said they were cheating. They were cheating for money. That's all I said. Uh, I guess. Um, but, yeah, the Brett Favre thing is uh, bad. These other two stories, well, I think the fishing one is to me, like I said, it's kind of comical. It's got a very comical element. But, yeah, the Brett Favre story, I agreed with kind of the coverage of it. I was like, why did this not get more attention? Or why does it not have more attention? Um, 707-895-2448. We've got a caller. You're on the air. Hey, it's Tim from Moscow, Idaho. And... I want to weigh in with a slightly contrarian view on cheating in sport. Okay. And I'm going to quote uh, Richard Petty, who said, if you're not cheating, you ain't trying hard enough. So <laughs> I think in, in motorsports, um, where there are just a huge raft of rules, um, and you're not trying to bend the rules somewhat, 
um, you're not going to be competitive or you're not going to be a winner. So when it comes to motorsports, I'm a little ambivalent about cheating, whatever that might mean. But when you get down to putting weights and fish, I don't know. Is that is that Richard Petty talking or what? I don't know. So... <laughs> I, I would say I, I don't know my, my thought on that Tim and, and I don't know as much about more motorsports as, as you do by, by any means but my interpretation of like cheating in motorsports is com- competitors tr- like will push the boundary of a rule in terms of like the car has to be built this way or can only have this much power or what have you where they will push that to like its absolute limit. Uh, until someone steps in and says, you you can't do this, I think that's a little bit different than just blatantly putting weights in your face to make it heavier than it is. <laughs> I, I, you're right on that one. And I'm going to throw out another uh, men, women's sports. I think pool. Um, men and women go head to head. You mean in, in billiards? Billiard type of pool? Yeah. Huh. Pocket pool, nine ball, that kind of stuff. Can you name three? Um, well, uh, drag racing. For sure, drag racing count. Mo- mo- motorsports yeah. Oh, is yeah, yeah, motorsports, motorsports for sure. And um, uh, the other guy covered it, horse racing. I got that one. Yep. And sailing, they go head to head. I'm ringing the bell. And maybe um, uh, lawn bowling. I don't know. Lawn yeah. bowling. So, pool, go- pool goes into the list for me, Tim. If I don't have a reason not to believe it. Uh, I, it wasn't on my list, but I don't. I don't have a reason why why it wouldn't be there. Um, so, Tim, yeah. it, yep, nope. if um, I've got a question for you because we're in we're in pledge drive, we're asked to uh, try to raise money. I just have a uh, this sort of a personal question, but um, we're doing what's called the quiet drive right now. We're trying to raise yep, money, yes, and, and the the theme is called Mendocino Connected. That's the theme of what KZWX is trying to do. And seeing you're such a regular caller with us, I just am curious, what was the connection? How did you get connected to Mendocino? You always are very clear. You're from Moscow, Idaho. Right. How did you start listening to KZYX? That, that's my question. I just, I'm just i just curious. Um, well, I do know Mendocino County. I lived in Healdsburg, so I would drift up to Mendocino County, and I've ridden Highway 1 on my bicycle a couple of ah, times. Okay. And um, I don't know, I, uh, in my part of the world, we have regional uh, public radio, and that's not near as much fun as local public radio, where you can hear about what's going on with um, your county uh, board of supervisors or da-da-da-da-da. And uh, to me, um, KZYX and Z are just all of what a local public radio station should be. Too much on the advertising, maybe, for sure. But it's, um, it's you just don't find uh, that kind of public right. radio station that's that local. Well, thanks for so that question. I've, I've wondered that about that since the first time you called and said, "How did he hear about KZYX from? You know, did he drive through? Was he? You know, um, did he used to live here?" But that that answered my question. I appreciate it. Yeah, all right, Tim. Really, really appreciate it. Thanks all right, for the show guys. All right, thank you. Talk to you next Jim, time, Jim. Jim, I have a question. Oh. If, yeah, if we don't have any callers at the moment. We're we're clear. Uh, so since we are getting near the end of the show, seven seven fifty ish right now, are we closing the door on on answers to the quiz question uh, where I can read off the ones that have not been said yet? <laughs> yeah, let's 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 finish the quiz. Go okay. ahead, go ahead so, and oh, you you read them there, off. There are, yeah, so there are four that were not named. 
and again, I think a couple of these kind of hedge up or bump up against that is this a sport thing. But the other ones that I was able to confirm with 100% certainty, uh, where men and women compete in a mixed in, against directly against each other, are uh, are professional poker, uh, professional dog sled racing. Uh, in the last Iditarod, uh, I believe if I remember my notes or if I have my notes right, a third of the of the of the base uh, was women. Um, NCAA sanctioned rifle shooting is mixed competition. I didn't know that one. Uh, and then the other one that I put on the list, uh, because I am, a, I was at a time more when I lived in Arizona, uh, esports, uh, competitive video games. Our uh, our men and women compete directly uh, in. Yeah, in we're back. Level. We're back to what a sport. What is a sport? Hello, caller. You're on the air. Sounds like someone's there. Are you there? Hello. You're on. Hi. This is Kathy Cox. Hi, Kathy. Um, Hi. I want to weigh in on the ethical question about the cheaters. Oh, yes. So it seems to me that the different, not that I'm advocating putting weights in fish. (laughs) That is cheating. Dead fish, by the way. But the difference between that and the guy who's stealing from Medicare, as say, not Medicare, but uh, welfare, that's yes. a whole nother level. Because See, not only is... And he, <laughs> he's, he's taking money from people who need it to live. That's, that's stealing as well as cheating. He, he's stealing from the government. He's stealing from people who need that money to pay their rent, to pay, you know, buy groceries, to build a... Was it a volleyball stadium? Yeah, it was to build. It was to build a new volleyball court uh, where he went to college. Uh, yeah, and and you could do it with his own money. To me, that is just. There's no comparing the two. No, Jim, Jim I, do just, you want to want to take this moment to clarify stick with your me. statements? Stick with me here for a second, Kathy. The I I never I didn't interrupt there. Equating these two things, or, or saying that they're one is better than the other, I, I was just more like we're on the topic of of controversies. Brett Favre being an idiot, and we and and now we got the guy stuffing fish to win a, a fishing event. I, I by no means tried to say they were they were equally bad. I, I just put them in the same category of of what's wrong with people, you know, cheating, you know, and and. Especially in sports. I mean, so, so no, I, I, am I defending myself at all, Jer? <laughs> you are defending yourself. But I, but I think that you have, to, um, you have to really analyze how immoral. The, um, there's, there's stuffing fish, and there's, yeah. you know, whatever you were talking about in terms of the, of the automobile, but the guy from Moscow, Idaho, which actually I know because... I used to live in Pullman, which is right. Moscow, mm-hmm. Idaho is the home of the University of Idaho. Oh, and Pullman, yeah. Washington is the home of Washington State University. And yeah. they're right next to each other. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Uh, yeah. But, um, you know, he was saying that if you don't have a little cheating in sports, then you don't, um, you know, you don't really want to win. But that's different than, uh, that's on a whole different level than oh, sure. taking from welfare. Yeah, one to build of, a volleyball thing. That 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 is well, one worst. of them. Here's the there's the simplest way to say this, right? One of them is violating the rules of a sport, 
The other is a crime. Exactly. Right? Is a is a is a potentially I don't know what the rules. I don't know if it's state or federal, but what Brett Favre did is being investigated as a crime. Which it should be. Yes, absolutely it should be. Yeah, because I think it was Tim or somebody said, Brett Favre has enough money to give to the University of Southern Mississippi to do this on his own. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, so I think that's that's like kind of the, the – that conversation doesn't need to go any further of other than one is cheating in a sport, the other is a crime that could put you in jail. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Kathy. All right. That's my two cents. Thank you. No, I appreciate it. Jim, I, I appreciate Jim getting put in his spot. Hello, caller on the air. And that one was needed. I was saved by another call. Go ahead. Well, I do agree with the Brett uh, Favre. That didn't have anything to do with his being better at his sport. It actually was for his daughter. To, um, she was a volleyball player at the school as well, and that's how that all started. But he's just a thief. He and the governor are conspirators in stealing. But on the subject of bending the rules, um, the NFL has a concussion protocol, allegedly, and to a um, talk about Viola, Viola, sorry, um, the protocol was pretty well bent. It was not followed and that man was sent back out on the field. And the NFL allowed him to go back out on the field. And he may or may not be permanently injured by playing after having a concussion and having a second concussion. And that's a bending of the rules. So is that okay? I, I, see, I disagree with... Um, I agree with you. Don't pretend that you're playing the same game that you're playing with yeah. other people who are following those rules. It's so, like, if we're going to allow cheating, let's decide what the rules are for cheating. Okay. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. So, call so, a little, little funny. Funny. Then I, then I do want to talk about the, the, the Tua stuff for a little bit. Um, you, your effort to pronounce his last name was way better than mine and Jim's before the show. Uh, you you got closer than we did before the show when we were talking about this. Because it's not an easy uh, last name. We, we, have um, another, we have another call, so I want to take it, and, and then I want to know what, where you want to go, because we're, we're going to be well, at we've only got We've only got four minutes, right? So Let's if, keep I, taking if calls. If we don't get to talk about this Tua stuff this week, we'll talk about it next week. Because okay. I have thoughts on what that on what the caller said there about you know rules not being enforced and things like, <clears throat> like that. I, I have things I want to talk about. Hello, you're on the air. Hello, you're on the air. Hey, really quick, I uh, kind of remembered part of why I called earlier uh, when you were talking about running. Uh, Mendocino Cross Country is actually doing really well this year. They've got three runners who consistently finish in the top five um, and win a lot of races. They're doing really, really well, and the Mendocino girls' soccer team is undefeated. Wow. So a couple little local tidbits for you guys. I wanted to get those in earlier. forgot. Thanks for, thanks for the up- update. Yeah. We'll... Uh... It's uh, you get the McCarthy Award of the of the week. 
All right, I love it. All right, I'll try to keep updated. Thanks, Thanks Vince. Guys. Love it. Thanks, Vince. Um, yeah. Anyway, so one, one more, Jer. Hold on. Oh, we got another call. Go ahead. You're on the air. I want to give a shout out. You're fading. Try again. Sorry. Let me try a sec. Can you hear me? Yep. Now yeah. you sound better. Okay, you guys are rock stars. Just want to thank you. That's it. Thanks so much for everything. Well, you made my day. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. So, Jer, uh, we've got two minutes. We, we don't. I don't think we have time to even get into this to a conversation. I, and that's not this. I'm not blowing off the call or anything. This was on our list of things to talk about. If we, you know, to get to, I don't think three minutes is giving it the amount of attention it deserves. Because once I get started, that could trigger calls. If I get started, you're not going to have time to react and and put your two cents in. Um, I think we table it and we talk about it next week because I have a, I have a lot of I have a lot of opinions and and, a, and thoughts about this, especially because of the way the caller worded it. Where again, like rules being broken and things like that. I just there's so much to unpack with this. I don't think it's fair to go into it in two minutes. And and I, I'm just going to add to that. I have got quotes that people that have texted me that have asked me to, to that said I could read over the air. This is a huge issue for a lot of reasons it goes all the way down to youth sports and we're not doing it anymore i wanted to do it tonight and um the thing i like about the sports phone is we didn't get to do it tonight yeah. so but we'll, yeah, we'll definitely get to it because there's policy there's the youth sports that there's all there's all sorts of ways to look at this which is i think I, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it. i think there's no calls right now for the first time in a half an hour so i think we should call it yeah, we can wrap it up. A uh, couple minutes here. So Jim, Jim and I will be back on the 9th. So that will be next week. I've got to come up with new quiz questions. I'm out. I'm out of quiz questions. <laughs> All right, Chair. We good? Got to come up with some new stuff. Yeah, we'll wrap it up. Uh, we'll be back next week, October 9th. I'd like to thank everyone for calling in and listening uh, to the show. As always, we really appreciate it. And we'll talk to everybody next week. Thanks, Chair. This has been a production of Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. KZYX, Philo 90.7 FM, KZYZ, Willits and Ukiah 91.5 FM, and Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM. You can find more content like this on our website at kzyx.org, and consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thank you for listening.